0: Hey BBYO, it's Remy Walker from Hudson Valley Region, and it's with great honor and pleasure that I am here with Anita Perlman's grandchildren, Ruth Perlman, Jack Bender, Alec Bender, and Emily Bender, who we are really excited to have with us at IC this year. Um, Hi, how has your IC experience been so far as you've been here?
1: Well, it's the most exciting time uh, to celebrate BBYO Centennial as the Centennial Chair. <laughs> I'm thrilled that we're finally here, and I'm thrilled that my kids Emily, Jack, and Alec could join me this year, um, and my parents and my siblings. It's really an incredible family affair to honor my grandmother Anita's legacy.
0: Um, yeah, for those who are listening, Anita Perlman is the founder of the B'nai B'rith Girls. After the first chapter was established in San Francisco, Perlman worked to establish BBG as an organization under BBYO alongside the AZA. Perlman was a groundbreaker for the organization, paving the way for thousands of teenagers to find their homes in BBG. Today, BBG and BBYO expands across 750 chapters and in over 60 countries as Perlman's legacy is carried on. Today, I'm with her grandchildren to discuss her impact as well as their contributions to the organization. Um, I know for me, like, personally, this organization, like, has done so much. Like, I'm on my regional board, and I'm going on summer programs, and, like, I'm going on ILTC this year at Camp, which, like, obviously named after um, Anita. And I just wanted to ask, like, what was Anita's life growing up? Like, what was she actually like in person?
1: Well, I'm the only one who really knew her except Emily. She unfortunately passed away when Emily was only six months. 16 months old, excuse me. Um, She was an incredible groundbreaker in terms of forward thinking uh, for her time, Uh, always wanting to empower young women to have the same opportunities and equal place as young men. And that was kind of unheard of then. So she always moved with the times, which I thought was kind of fascinating. She was never stuck in the past. She was always interested in what was new, what was exciting, and very interested in talking and working with young people throughout her entire life. And that made her a really fun grandma because um, she was also the kind of grandma where the after-school snack would be the leftover cheese puffs from the last cocktail party she threw (laughs) and the last fundraiser that she was at. Um, And uh, another thing that I really admired about her and the way she lived her life with my grandfather is that they knew heads of state, presidents, but they also were just as comfortable and just as welcoming to the mailman, to anybody who they came across. They were incredibly kind and incredibly interested in every single person and what they had to do in their life. Um, And even before they had the means to fund philanthropy, they gave of themselves and um, that was something that I know as my, you know, as her granddaughter, um, that I've learned, and it was always a part of my life, that you give back to your community, that you help those around you if you're fortunate enough to be able to do so. And that's something that I've instilled in my own children um, who are involved in their own activities, their own charities, and give regularly to different um, charities that are important to them in their communities and also in the world.
0: Yeah, I mean... Like, I've, in the red books that we get, like, the first page is full of, like, her life and what she's all about. And I know that, like, for everyone that I've ever met in BBYO, she's, like, been so inspiring. Um, Was there, like, anyone or something that inspired her to really, like, form BBG and be a part of BBYO? Well,
1: I'll tell you this. She gave her first speech at age four in synagogue. She got up on a stool and appealed to everybody to fund the Hanukkah gift program. Uh, and she grew up in Butte, Montana, where there weren't very many Jews. Um, and uh, I'm not really sure where that spark came for her, honestly. Um, she's such a, an independent thinker. I'm, I'm really not sure where it came from. Um, but she certainly took hold of whatever idea sparked her and ran with it.
0: Um, Do you guys have any, like, stories that you, like, remember from her lives about, like, relating to BBYO or that you've been told over the years?
2: Well, Mom, I know a story that you told me when, uh, uh, was it when you visited uh, Israel with your Mm -hmm. uh, great-grandmother? Do you want to tell that story? Well, it's your
1: great-grandmother, my grandmother, but I'll (laughs) I'll tell you. Oh, yes, yes. yes. No, this is a wonderful story. Um, I was familiar with BBYO my whole life, having had my grandmother found BBG, but I really didn't have a connection to it. When we were in Israel, I think I was 13, it was for my grandfather's 75th birthday, our whole extended family got to go on this wonderful trip, and we were walking through the gardens at the Baha'i Temple in Haifa, I was with my sister, we're wandering around, and we started hearing screaming, like... I would say Taylor Swift, like if Taylor Swift walked in and people (laughs) went nuts. um, And we turn around, and there's this huge swarm of girls surrounding my grandparents, snapping pictures and screaming. And they were a group of BBGs who were in Israel on a trip and spotted them. And it was the first moment where I thought, oh, wow, like this is the impact that they have in the world that I really didn't understand until that moment. And um, it just gave me a whole new perspective on – the work she was doing outside of her family.
0: Yeah, I think she, like, especially since, like, AZA had been founded before her, she also, like, created this, like, female empowerment kind of side to BBYO that I know has been talked about for so long, like, since I've been involved. I hear about it all the time. Um, you know, can I add something to that? Like, she was a feminist before the word had even been
1: invented. Like, she always felt like women should deserved equal opportunities and... In her mind, it, it was crazy that it wasn't existing. So what I love about her is that she didn't sit back and wait for somebody else to figure it out. She jumped in and did it herself.
0: Yeah. Um, adding on to that, like, are there any lessons that um, Anita's story of female empowerment and dedication like that they can teach young women?
1: Oh, absolutely. I think it's, you know, never be afraid to speak your mind. Um, and um I feel like what I said earlier about her moving with the times, like always keep keep your eyes on the future um, and with girls and women in particular, I think there was something about her personality that she was she never shied away from just speaking her mind and and knowing what was right and and gathering troops around her to help make it happen. Um, She was very good at delegating as well when she couldn't do it herself. Um, There's also another funny story. Um, When she founded BBG um, and she was their first volunteer leader, um, it was the men who gave the women the budget to run BBG. And I think the... I might have the numbers twisted a little bit, but I think AZA had a budget of maybe $36,000, and they gave... I think it might have been like $500 or some insane different amount, and they had to fight really hard to get equal status until BBYO became equal between both AZA and BBG, not only in the money they received but in all of the different resources that were given and all of the different opportunities that were made.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, clearly she worked so hard for that because now, like, BBG and AZA are very much, like, treated as equals in BBYO with, like, I feel like there's, there's two boards for a region. There's a BBG board and an AZA board, and that's like all thanks to her. Um, if Anita was still alive today, what would be her reaction to seeing how large BBG and BBYO has an, as an organization has become?
1: I, I know she'd be dumbfounded. I don't think in her wildest dreams she imagined it. Even just alone at this IC, that we have 3,700 teens from all over the world, is remarkable. Um, I think she'd be incredibly proud and you know part of her would be surprised but the other part would be like well of course of course (laughs) that's what's happened and that's what I I imagine her wildest dreams would have been.
3: And this is where the phrase Anita Perlman is alive and well still lives on today is even though she has passed long ago her legacy still lives on through this right now through everyone in this event having equal status, having one large Jewish teenage community through that. And you see it all over here. You see it on T-shirts. And it's been going since she was alive until now that her legacy is alive and well.
0: Um, I just wanted to, like, ask, were any of, I mean, I think, were you guys in BBYO? And, like, what does it mean to carry on her legacy?
2: Yeah. So I was in BBYO, Great Midwest Region, Haganah. Um, I actually joined my uh, senior year after uh, going to IC in 2019 um, I wasn't actually too well aware of BBYO and then after going to IC. It was like uh, it was just it was absolutely extraordinary just seeing the amount of people involved the amount of leadership that goes into it um, as The organization as well as just like how much it means to people how much BBYO means to other people and like of course like Anita as well being like like um, a revolutionary and icon, and just like I guess a way of life for those involved. Um, and, to, and I wish I had uh, more years uh, doing uh, BYO, but through my time there, um, it meant a lot to me to have like this Jewish community um, outside of those that I was already in, um, being part of something bigger, um, something, something that uh, everyone could like relate to. Um, and everyone had those uh, different experiences going to camp, uh, going to Perlman camp. Uh, going to uh, beaver camp um, uh, whatever it is and being so excited to go to international convention going to camp and seeing those people that you make connections with maybe years ago and seeing them once again and I know they still talk today I was just in um, uh, New Orleans last last weekend and I saw someone from uh, Haganah um, and we connected uh, right there Um, and that was just an amazing experience being able to see someone that I hadn't seen in four years and being able to instantly connect and I think that's something about Judaism that's so special that I think uh, Anita was trying to get to is the connection to community um, that is involved. And just I'm not just only being Jewish, but also being part of BYO, um, we're able to connect on multiple things. Like, you know, what region are you? And obviously, like, um, I see you tonight where you have people, like, you know, standing by, like, uh, great, like, Midwest region or, uh, um, like, the Lone Star State people like cheering um, like it's Macabia basically <laughs> um, having this absolute pride and having an absolute amazing time uh, and you know having the different sections from like um, like uh the group that you have like I did with Haganah to your region to um, all the like American groups to the like IC as a whole the whole international presence that um, BYO and, uh, BYO has and I think like I need to be so proud to see how much it people it's reached around the globe. Um, and uh, to me, uh, the entire thing is just, that I need to give back, is giving back to your community. And that's what a lot of people do, uh, giving back to um, each other um, through, uh, you know, just being involved with one another's lives through BYO, um And to help uh, throughout the community as a whole, um, giving back to philanthropy within your organization. Um, I know through Haganah we did uh, some other events um, we do some uh, philanthropic work. Um, I think that's like amazing that we, as uh, Jewish people, do, and as all well that BBYO uh, instills in the youth today.
0: Were any of uh, oth- uh, any others in BBYO?
3: Or? So, me and my sister were not in BBYO, and that's one of those things that I've loved to see grow so much. Is Really, when I was a Jewish teen growing up in the Chicagoland suburbs, so much of it was tied around who, your, where your synagogue was going, and that was your community there. And really, since I was in high school to today, I've seen a large growth in BBYO as a whole coming in and taking people from all over, and not just who you attend synagogue with as an affiliation, but people who are or are not affiliated with synagogues are all able to join and be part of it, and looking back, I would have loved to be part of it, and now... being involved in my later years, it's been such a great thing to see how much it's grown and how many more communities are able to get involved.
0: Yeah, I think BBYO is, like, really special in a sense that it stays—it keeps teens connected to their Judaism after their bar bat mitzvah, and sometimes that's really hard to do, but BBYO has really, like, gotten teens to stay connected to their Jewish identity— and kind of similar to what you were saying, I remember last year at IC, seeing, like, the magic of all the 3,000 teens, like, in the one big room on Thursday night. I'm sure it'll be the same tonight. Is so special. Um, what's one life lesson Anita taught your family that is still applicable in today's world?
4: Well, I think that um, kind of speaking to what my brothers and my mom... Um, you know, I've talked about throughout this conversation. Um, I think that like, with, um, you know, with growing up, um, sort of her, like her ethos that is kind of imbued within BBYO um, was something that was really strong within our family and applicable to everything just around like being involved and giving back to your community and like always kind of like looking outwards. And I feel like that was something that was really strongly resonated with me. And I find like um, is very much part of like my everyday um, in some of my work within sort of the um, intentional communities of San Francisco. And I think that um, just like living with um sort of this ethos of like inclusion and care is especially more you know it's important now um especially and um yeah and I I always think about and wish that um I guess I did I did know Anita as as a baby but she's someone (laughs) that I really wish that I could have gotten to know um yeah um and her incredible presence
0: um. Yeah, I mean, for me, like, I don't even know her the slightest bit, but I feel like those values are definitely instilled as everyone who's a part of BBYO and a BBG, and I think that is something that makes it really special. Like, everyone you meet kind of has those same, like, goals to, like, always have a good outlook on life and a positive, like, mindset, and I really find that when I come to IC because everyone has this, like, common thought of, like, Anita Perlman is like the role model, and I think that's really special. Um, As her grandchildren and great-grandchildren, what's it like to be here at International Convention this year?
3: It's a phenomenal opportunity, and I love getting to see people that I've worked with through working at Jewish summer camps um, and through opportunities where attending past ICs, just to see the new faces every time come through, but it's the same excitement same joy, same enthusiasm of just the idea of Jews from all over the world having, being able to get together, get to know each other. It's such a pivotal time in life. It is overwhelming in a way in the best way possible. Or the joy, the smiles that no matter what's happening in the world, just being able to attend this event, being able to connect with people that you've either known for a decade or people that you've just meeting for the first time and being able to walk away with such a strong community is magical.
1: I was just going to add, also, thank you, Jack. Um, I always come here and leave with an even greater sense of hope for the future. That um, again, Anita, being very future-oriented and forward-thinking, knowing that the it's the future with our it's our youth that will lead the future, <laughs> and um, the importance of empowering them with guidance to lead lives of intention with philanthropy and community involvement. Um, it's always a joy for me to see how eloquent all of you are, all the teens today, how you critically think so beautifully, how you plan and execute for the future and bring us, you know in the next uh, needs for the world. like you're answering those questions, big questions, and having fun like to see, Like you were saying, Jack, like in the world today, we're in very trying times, like the hardest I've experienced in my lifetime, that we have thousands of kids here just being kids also and just having fun and connecting and knowing they're not alone, that you all have each other and, you know, you bring that back to your communities and it just expands from there. And to me, it's very exciting, especially being on the international board. This is, you know, why we do what we do.
0: Yeah, I think, like, everyone I've ever talked to, like, IC is their favorite time of the year, like, BBYO like, it's the best, most fun time ever, and I think also all of the leadership opportunities that, like, have been presented, and it's, like, all goes back to Anita, like, all of that is her work, and all the, like, from, like, planning programs to, like, even me doing this podcast, like, all of it has to go back to her Um, Have there been, like, any moments that have stuck out to you with, like, the teens you've seen at international convention?
2: Um, I can speak on that a little bit. Um, So this is, like, my third IC, the first being where I wasn't in BYO, the second being the next year when I joined, and now uh, four years later uh, coming back. Um, I think something that stuck with me the most is when you look at, like, the opening ceremonies, Um, a lot of the time you see, like, a lot of, like, teenagers on stage really, like, commanding a presence and really... um, just demonstrating just how much uh, um, personality they have and how much growth they've had through BYO. And I think that's something that um, goes back to Anita and something that she uh, puts back into, like, the program basically is uh, personal growth. Obviously, like, you have, like, the Jewish community and such, but uh, a big purpose of that is also to connect with each other um, as growing as an individual. Um, And it's just absolutely remarkable seeing these... um, seeing these people who like some can't even drive a car and they're (laughs) on stage commanding an audience of like thousands of uh, thousands of people in such an eloquent and incredible way. And I, you will, you won't really see that anywhere else Um, and being like leaders um, and doing absolute uh, magnificent work um, to help others and uh, the drive that they have. They're just so happy to be there. They're so glad um, to not just be on stage, but to have done the work that they have in order to be up there. Right, you have like the national NACIAS, um and uh, those that have you know helped out in their regions and they're so happy to do this work um, because it uh, um, it affects so many people and so many um, you know like minded teens like themselves just you know wanting to have a place uh, to connect with others and you know just have a fun time and yep. just seeing uh, just seeing them up on there is just absolutely amazing
1: one thing I'm going to speak to tonight at the plenary is that you know it's we have the past 100 years. We have the next 100 years that's really being moved forward in every new class that comes through. And you all move the needle every time you gather, you plan, you execute the next steps for this organization. It's in your hands. We as the adults are here to help you make that happen, but it's really up to you. And that's what I think is also pretty awesome is like what Alec was saying, they, they, your are young you're young you young people (laughs) are all stepping up in the most beautiful way and we're here to support you
0: Uh, i mean i can't drive but i've like (laughs) (laughs) i've led a shabbat um like being regional shliha i think like bbyo really presents teens with the like leadership experience that you can't get anywhere else like as you were saying like Who else, like, gets the experience to, like, some of them are speaking in front of 3,000 other kids tonight? Um, I think that's something so special, and really there's nothing else like BBYO and BBG, and that's all thanks to Anita. Um, uh, Well, that's all the time we have. Ruth, Jack, Alec, and Emily, thank you so much for taking time and joining us today. I really can't thank you enough. It was such a pleasure and such an honor to be able to talk with you all. I think I speak for the thousands of teens and alumni from around the order when I say thank you for all your family has done for BBYO. I hope you all enjoy the rest of the week at convention and see your grandmother's legacy live on.